Hey, this is Derek Green from Sepultura. You're listening to The Underground. This is Christian from Il Nino. This is Dino Cazares from The Fear Factory. Hey, this is Jerry Only. This is Jesse Leach from Kill Kitchen Gage. Hey, this is Richard Patrick from Filter. This is Sonny from The Bad P.O.D. This is Sully Erna from Godsmack. Welcome to The Underground, Australia's home of rap, metal, and alternative music. Well, the wait is almost over. Avatar are heading our way this Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Heading to Australia for the very first time. And I have the very own Johannes of the group on the line. Hey, Johannes, what's going on, man? I'm good. Thank you. We are in, we just got to get this last show of the European summer festival season out of the way. Then we're going to fly for a very, very, very long time to hurt you guys severely. So I'm excited. How are you? <laughs> Yeah, I'm very excited for it, man, because we have been waiting for this one for a good minute. You're in summer there. Yeah, prepare. You better pack some winter-type clothes because it's been all sorts of cold over here. So there's just a heads up. I've been told. I've been told. Okay, also, man. live in Finland. I think I'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, okay. That was a foolish thing of me to say. All right, man. So what's the first thing that you think of when you think of Australia? Good question. I probably There are a couple of friends <laughs> that are from there <laughs> that pop to mind and beyond that now now i'm thinking at this point in time it's kind of like i'm thinking yeah about our show so what's that's gonna be like and all that but if i'm gonna you know blanket stereotypify you guys i think of kangaroo i think about how much i loved uh, crocodile dandy growing up and if i don't see a guy like that waltzing into town you know from the outback i will be disappointed <laughs> i think of a bunch of things i guess my brother had a standing against his wall that he never was able to play and i kind of did because i played the trombo so i knew a bit of circular breathing sounded awful but <laughs> you're a step ahead of me if you can play a didgeridoo man that's all sorts of awesome but no i can make a sound in it oh, as a matter of <laughs> you know so, sorry i gotta tell it did you do the story from when we record our second demo so we are 17 years old our bass player Hendrik was so excited about having a, a friend who could play did you do and we wanted that as a big bass thing on one of the songs so this guy comes this meek little guy comes with his did you do to record on us and the sound he got out of it was like <laughs> and we still used it because we didn't we felt bad <laughs> we didn't want to make the guy sad I don't think I have met them before or since. But yeah, no. no, sorry, you had real questions. Well, no, that was a that was a very interesting story there. I like that right there, and I'll keep my fingers crossed for you that you get to see a crocodile Dundee type. You maybe maybe not so much in the city where you guys are going, but if you venture out a little bit, you you may like where I'm from. You catch them a little bit. You've got your cowboy hillbilly types around, so you know Good. you, you might be in luck. So, Johannes, for those that don't know, though, you've got your sort of a metal sort of circus mm-hmm. sort of theme about you. Can you tell us about this and how it came about? Like, you are not sporting the look now, but you very much look like a ringmaster when you go live mm. on stage. Well, evolution and then striking some kind of goal at some point. Like, obviously, we didn't start out with everything going on that we got going on now because we were busy learning how to tune our instruments and whatnot. <laughs> but pretty early on, we were always a band that we were looking for something you know while evolving while figuring out the basics and starting to write songs and everything we were heading somewhere we liked you know kiss rammstein iron maiden you know whatever that puts up that's that's whatever band that walks the extra mile and uh, that was inspiring to us we started to have pyro way before we got paid those kind of things just trying trying things 
what really how it all came together we did this music video for the song Black Walls and it was we made that video because we met the guy in the video Bryce who can shove a power drill into his nose and uh, live to tell the tale you know so yeah I figured those kind of things fit the song so we started to develop a you know a storyboard and what whatnot from that and we just needed me to fit into the context of what what that video was while singing the song and okay it's a circus it's dark it's a freak show okay i can be a scary clown full stop that that should work for this video but what happened is that once putting that paint on and started working with it it clicked immediately it's it's everything came together in a way that was kind of in hindsight very expected when you see who we are and where we come from and what kind of person i am deep inside you know but it wasn't really planned to be something we would do forever but the big question what you are looking for but you don't even know how to ask that question when you are 16 years old is what does this music look like you know it's a weird it's a weird question because music doesn't look like anything until you find what it looks like and yeah we at some point the understanding came that avatar is a metal circus not circus metal that's silly i don't know what that is (laughs) but a metal circus that just came together there and has been, I don't know, this foundation we've been able to stand on because it also, yeah, it reflects what kind of spectacle of a show we like to put on. It reflects who are as people that there is the pain and the pleasure in, in our music. Uh, but I think also reflects on the, how that we are pretty eclectic as a band, that a lot of things are allowed to go into what we're doing. I mean, we are some kind of heavy metal band in, in my mind and with just the playing style and sound wise and stuff we're very much rooted in extreme metal then we do something that you can swing your hips to with it and like a good melody and all those kind of things but with, with that there i was getting to some point and now i talk myself out of it sorry <laughs> <laughs> no but with that we i'm extremely inspired by bands that like the beatles or queen where a lot of different things are going on and a lot of different things was going on through the evolution of the band bands but they both always managed to be to sound like themselves so we don't have very strict rules on what we do it's some kind of metal we like it and beyond that we are simply not gifted enough to sound like other people so we don't worry about the avatar sound we will sound like ourselves because it's always us writing and playing the music yeah, that's a very interesting way of putting it there, Johannes. And you guys are extremely gifted, and we don't want you to sound like anyone else except for yourself because you have that such unique sound. And the great thing about you, you. as well is that you have the stage show to go with it, right? Mm. And we're getting that here in Australia. I hear that your stage show is second to none, is the rumor getting around. Well, we bring what we can. It's a long flight. But yeah, we always put on true. the most of a show we possibly can. And it's just, again, I think... Being in a band, part of the job is to be a musician. That's, I guess, the main part. Compose a musician, absolutely. But it's not the kind of work as a musician as if you were employed by an orchestra, you know what I mean? Or if you were simply a studio musician sitting there playing. I, I feel, in a way, the art of being in a band is concept art. Or at least that's how we've been thinking about it. You can turn any aspect of what you're doing into part of the art project rather than... uh, What's the image? What can we sell? You know, like is we found it easier to do things that people actually want to want to buy if we uh, do uh, things that we are passionate about. So the art project extends beyond composition, and that includes then suddenly what shoes to wear is part of the art project. The light rig is part of the art project. Everything becomes part of the art project. 
I 100% hear what you're saying there, man. And to those checking this out, Avatar have been described as your favorite metal band's favorite metal band. And I hear mm-hmm. that Matt Hafey even asked you to fill in for Trivium while he was off. I think his wife was giving birth or something like that. And you were asked mm-hmm. to step in. Can you tell us about that? Well, I did uh, like two songs out of the set. Well, not yet. What happened is Mahifi had a twins, and for once there was a cancellation. And when something like that happens, it's usually bad news. But this time it was really good news because what it meant was that nine months earlier Matt got laid. Uh, <laughs> so it became a celebration for the rest of us. Yes. For the guy. No, but uh, so most of this set was handled by the guys in the band themselves. They had also like the torch was on the, the same bill on that tour, and Howard did yeah, Howard most did. of the heavy lifting. But I I jumped in and did too. So it was this kind of very high-end karaoke night vibe and I think just it's never easy for anyone and emotionally tricky for fans you know when the lead singer who you're supposed to see isn't there and I think Trivium did everything they could to make it still feel like a special occasion and stuff and I thought it was really cool the vibes were great and I think the fans their fans got it the fact again that okay yeah kind of sorry he's here but something great happened you know we became a father for the first time so that was fun now people people were I was also pretty late in the set so I didn't have to come go out to get the first like you're not him they were kind of yeah, used sure. to it. it's like he's not here he's not here he's, oh and then there's this guy so I mean trivia made it easy for me in that sense but it was fun it's yeah, uh, nice. very strange to be in another band for a couple songs it um, would be so much in this band on the topic of fun I tell you what your videos are nothing short of fun your video for torn apart is probably my favorite it's got that sort of backyard wrestling feel mm. that one looked like a whole bunch of fun to record was were they professional wrestlers in there Johannes was that just your buddies mucking around or no they are uh, pro wrestlers from an uh, indie wrestling organization at the time uh, it was called GBG wrestling oh, as okay. in Gothenburg wrestling and uh, last I've seen they have morphed into I think they got together with some other organizations in Sweden so they are SW now Swedish wrestling I think that seems to I don't think uh, GBG is uh, around anymore it's just SW but I, I grew up a pro wrestling fan and I'm the one in the band who who was that guy so in that sense for me it was a kid being a kid in a candy store being in that environment for a bit and uh, you know make believe that I was part of the wrestling world world for a bit so yeah it was a lot of fun yeah i got to give you compliments on that and a whole bunch of other videos too be sure to check them out on youtube avatar but yeah that one there my absolute favorite i wanted to know johannes thank you so much for taking time out by the way but i wanted to know while we've still got a little bit of time here what do you think you'd be doing if you weren't involved in music part of me feel like i would be in music <laughs> just simply because no but just to real the realization of why you're doing this and the fact that now i sometimes can buy a sandwich for music money and whatnot but we did it religiously and manically no matter what the situation in life was whatever else was just going on anyway you know and yeah. at whatever price so i think there's truth in that then i don't know like at some points i had a discussion with my mother about this and because of other things in life that i had done and things there was there's always that weird backup plan it starts to feel late for it to go to school but children psychologist 
but you know, but, there. So maybe that. I don't know. I also might sell my souls into advertisement because if you are able to sell to the level that you can sell the turd out of, hey everybody, listen to our songs. Maybe if you would actually try to sell soda, you'd be good at it. But I would be miserable. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank God you're not doing that. It's always an interesting <laughs> to find out what the goalies would be if you weren't involved in music. I, I was thinking there for a second you might have said pro wrestler or something to do with a circus or something like that. But there you go. No, sure. I mean, what I've learned, I like to work out nowadays, but there's nothing about me that is fundamentally athletic. That is not the kind of child I was in terms of was never into sports. And I think that would have helped. And also yeah. they live glorious but hard lives, it seems. So circus, though, once I learned about that side of show business, you know, the people who can juggle or whatever, how if you get pulled together a 10 to 15 minute act, then you get to travel the world to make a decent living, throwing some balls in the air or doing some crazy stuff on a unicycle. And you can trick the entire planet working 10 minutes, five times per day and see the whole world. So that's something I learned about later in life. But that sounds like it, it has something as well. Yeah, circus life, and that includes being in a band, always attracts me. Those environments, showbiz life, uh, the dressing rooms, uh, the weird places you end up on. The fact that there are few jobs I feel where you are welcome, kind of let in everywhere. Like a musician, you get a. Sometimes you get to meet, meet dignitaries, and sometimes you get to be with you know on the ground floor where we actually belong. And I think that's a cool thing with what we're doing is that you have kind of access to things that wouldn't usually you have access to and i feel the circus gets to do that the, the court jester gets pretty close to the king and that's funny to me yeah it's kind of cool and there's always time for that later on in life but thank goodness you're doing music like we said before avatar all sorts of awesomeness group they hit number one you hit number one right here in australia i'm sure you're aware of this on the itunes chart metal rock mm. and for all albums as well we're finally getting to see you live this week it's going to be all sorts of awesome pick up those tickets through the phoenix.au you've got blue ridge rock Fest coming up soon in the states and you're touring with a couple of my favorite bands ice nine kills and in this moment coming up as well is there anything else on the go for the remainder of 2023 johannes 2023 is pretty stacked now we're gonna yeah. we after we come back to australia we'll have a barely a couple of weeks break then we go to the states to do our own thing first and that's together with orbit culture that's a brilliant okay. band from sweden and then we have you know we're off one month then we do the one you said and then it's pretty much christmas but then we are lining things up for next year and it's starting to look pretty stacked and pretty amazing already nice, so nice. yeah no, no things are definitely happening and will be announced in due time but yeah we're keeping busy keeping very much busy well be sure to check these guys out this friday in melbourne at 170 russell street saturday at the metro in sydney and wrapping things up at the triffitt in brisbane once again the phoenix.au for those tickets johannes thank you so much for taking time out really appreciate it well, thank you man This has been another presentation from the Grey Wolf Entertainment Network, greywolfentertainment.net.